a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to Counseling on Demand. I am your host, Fred Riley. Hey, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. So today we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, what's going on uh, in uh, Washington in terms of uh, Dr. Ford and and uh, and uh, Mr. Kavanaugh, the judge there. And uh, I think there's uh, obviously a lot of uh, talk around the water cooler, a lot of talk amongst uh, couples um, about this situation, and, and definitely uh, you mix up, uh, you mix in this idea, you know, of uh, sexual assault and politics, and it's going to get really messy. So we're going to talk about that today a little bit, um, and uh, not necessarily share my thoughts or opinions on on the deal itself, but mostly taking a look at um, the two camps, those that. Uh, um, feel that uh, maybe uh, uh, Dr. Ford was indeed uh, abused and, and uh, what what issues that brings up for those that have been survivors and hopefully thrivers of sexual assault, and then those that uh, don't necessarily believe that that's the case. And uh, so we're going to talk about the dynamics of that a little bit. It's interesting, as I've been talking to uh, clients, I actually have a client that uh, uh, severe sexual trauma throughout her childhood, and she actually had an opinion that, um, you know, that this uh, Dr. Ford had, um, if she had been sexually assaulted, she should have approached it different and so forth. And so that's just an example of how thoughts and feelings and beliefs are all over the board. But I'll tell you what, if you're listening to this and whether or not uh, Dr. Ford had been sexually assaulted in that case or any other case, doesn't really matter uh, what matters is that um, the situation, uh, she's in a situation that I feel puts a lot of pressure on her anyways. And uh, to come out and talk about this in this type of setting is absolutely amazing, um, regardless of whether this happened or not. I don't know that we'll ever really know. But if you are listening to this or you know somebody that's been assaulted sexually, even physically, that's going to get uh, the wheels turning again. We talked about this with Elizabeth Smart uh, uh, last on a previous podcast. And the idea is, uh, regardless of the type of trauma, but especially with a history of sexual trauma, uh, particularly as a child, um, this is going to wake some things up for folks. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, one of the things I foresee happening right now is as uh, one side pol- politically is really arguing that uh, this case did not really happen, that there was an assault, uh, that concerns me because um, this kind of feeds into this idea that uh, if you've been perpetrated on, you do not have support. That uh, why bring it up? If you bring it up, then um, people won't believe you and so forth. So something interesting in regard to this, and I've brought this up before, but 100% of the clients I see that have been sexually assaulted tried to tell somebody and they didn't listen. Okay, so what that's saying is those people that were believed 
those people, in my experience at least, those that came forward, whether it's 37 years later or the day of, those that came forward um, and were not believed, okay, end up in my office, 100%. Those that were believed, I they're out there. I'm not saying that they're not in some type of treatment, but I tell you what, it's interesting that I don't see the ones that uh, the community or parents, mothers in particular, picked up on and, and helped them get the right resources. So as I think about this particular case, uh, here's here's a um, situation where you and, and the community is going to identify maybe with with uh, Mr. Kavanaugh or with, with uh, Dr. Ford. But the idea, the thing I worry about is whether or not this occurred. Uh, for those that have been through this, uh, again, it reinforces this idea that, hey, you know, here's a good example of why not to speak up. And if you do speak up, here's the level of scrutiny that's going to come. As a matter of fact, unfortunately, in this case, if you bring it up, um, it's going to turn into a political issue. And so it's not really about you anyways. And that's my biggest concern uh, for Dr. Ford is uh, whether or not it happened. She is kind of in the middle of this political melee, and there's a lot of pressure on her. But is it really about her? Is it really about what happened to her? And so if if indeed she had experienced this, then she's being re-traumatized. But she's, it's still not about her then. So what's going on in Washington right now is really unfortunate because not only was it not about her before, but now it's not about her either. It's about uh, politics. It's about arguing whether or not uh, this uh, should go up to uh, this judge being in Supreme Court. So that adds insult to injury, right? And so if you have feelings come up, whether or not uh, you've been traumatized yourself, that, that should be pretty aggravating, right? And uh, this is why the people that I work with, this is why um, women, men, men in particular, actually, they don't come forward. So she finally comes forward. Let's say that this happened. I don't care whether it did or not. The idea is she comes forward and it's still not about her. Um, which means that what happened to her not only did it not matter for the last 37 years, but it still doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, what it does is it says that um, the way you respond to this situation, the, whether or not it happened to you, the way the, your answers and everything have enough weight to sway political outcomes for years to come. Okay, so it's still not about her. It's still about... Um, agenda. It's it's uh, telling her once again, and those of you that have experienced abuse, it's telling her once again that if she reports or if she has trauma, she has experiences, it's going to affect, it's not about her, it's going to affect others. And in this case, it's going to affect the lives uh, of so many people to come in the future, um, you know, the foreseeable f- uh, future, uh, future in, uh, Supreme Court. And so, again, that same feeling... It, if there has been trauma, she's going to be flashing back to why am I even saying this? And if I if I do say these things, um, I'm going to cause a lot of disruption. That's already a concern that she has. Well, what's going on right now is the pol- the political side of this is saying, yeah, um, whether you whether it happened or not, how it impacted you, how well you present that it p- happened to you. Um, if it happened to you, that you know, that's one thing. But it's really important that it happened to you. And it's really important that uh, you handle it in such a way that it persuades one side of the political 
uh, platform or the other. So there's a lot at stake there. We're going to um, come back in just a minute here. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, Mr. or Mrs. Uh, Dr. Ford, sorry, and uh, some things that uh, come to mind as we uh, think about how this plays out uh, and has played out over the last couple of weeks. Okay, welcome back to Counseling on Demand. I am your host, Fred Riley. So we've been talking a little bit uh, today, uh, and as uh, the time of this podcast, uh, I believe that a vote will have actually taken place for for uh, uh, Mr. Kavanaugh. And, and, and it's kind of interesting because uh, this vote, this I believe will happen uh, in relationship to this podcast, it would have happened the week before. Um, there's a bunch of... Uh, people that have not been involved uh, for Mr. Ford, Mrs. Ford, Dr. Ford. I keep doing that. They haven't been involved in Dr. Ford's life. They don't really know much about her, but they're going to make a decision based on their lack of experience. They're going to make a decision based on some very uh, brief testimony and uh, some FBI evaluation and so forth. But uh, here, and again, if you've been a person that has come forward and tried to share um, your experience, the assault and so forth, well, here she is and and she's presenting that and these individuals are going to decide whether her experience really matters or not. So she's going to learn that that, uh, by this judge getting in uh, that uh, if indeed this trauma took place, it wasn't that significant. Um, and uh, so she's going to be denied of that experience and the validity. And uh, obviously, you know, she's a psychologist. I hope she's done some work and uh, she can see it differently. But the idea is uh, this can confirm that she's believable or not confirm it. And uh, then she's going to go away. You know, we're going to figure out if Kavanaugh should be there or not. And then uh, after coming out after 37 years, uh, her story will dissipate. She'll go away, and uh, she will have gone through all of that, uh, in my opinion, I think, for uh, establishment of uh, political uh, parties. And so, um, again, this is why this is a great example of why uh, people don't come out and, and share these things. When we look at this in a, in a familial fashion, this is where um, somebody doesn't come out and talk about their abuse because they don't want one party, one political part, if you will, of the family to fight with the other part of the family, or they don't want uh, uncle or whoever did it. They don't want the political, if you will, uh, parts of the family to um, to see or um, or treat that uncle in a way that would be uh, hurtful, or you know where where they feel that fault. So it's a it's a similar kind of setup. Uh, that keeps people quiet. And so here she's braved coming out. Again, does it matter whether it happened or not? No, but what's going to happen? Uh, I mean, it matters if it happened, obviously. But the idea is it's not really about her. And so she's going to come in, she's braved this, and then she goes home. And uh, and uh, either it's confirmed that something happened, and I believe that's with very little evidence. I don't know how they can can confirm something happened. 
and uh, a lot of political sway there. So um, unfortunately, you know, you might be able to identify with that. You might be able to identify with the reasons to talk about it or not talk about it. And I, and I tell you what, let's go to the 37 years. You know, one of the things I tell my clients all the time is, you know, they'll say, I, I feel like it took too long for me to talk about it. I feel like I'm overreacting. And what I tell them is, you know, in the case with, with her, is if it took you 37 years to talk about it, that 37 years is directly related to the impact of the trauma, okay? And they'll feel like they shouldn't come in and talk about it. You feel like maybe you should be over it. But as I always say, a pebble thrown in a pond doesn't cause a tsunami. And so, uh, you know, people might say, why didn't she come out with this before? Well, there's a couple political ideas about that. But if indeed something happened to her, 37 years indicates that, hey, um, this this was a big deal for her, regardless of the uh, regardless of the evidence or whatever. And so hopefully she's been able to talk to somebody. Um, hopefully that, you know, she has good intentions. But regardless of good intentions, regardless of whether it happened or not, you know, it's got us in a, in a stir. And uh, she's kind of the highlight of it. So in that sense, whether abuse took place or not, in that sense, she's actually experiencing, in my opinion, abuse. They're putting a, an incredible amount of, uh, pressure on her, the balance of some things in the future are going to be there. And uh, that's that's really inappropriate, honestly. So did Mr. Uh, Kavanaugh, did he do these things? I don't know. Um, it puts him in a tough situation too. Let's say that he's innocent. Well, he's put in a position where he has to stand up for himself and uh, be a subject of judgment throughout the country, but also uh, subject to um, whether he is damaging this uh, person or not. So his testimony, whether he did it or not, is incredibly important and powerful, and it could affect you know his future, but it could also be very damaging uh, for her future. And, um, and so a lot at stake here, but this will go away until some other news the next day comes up. So as you're thinking about uh, what's gone on in this case uh, for the last couple of weeks, uh, especially those of you that have been, have been impacted through previous trauma. It's very normal for opinions, uh, anger, um, all those types of feelings to come up, uh, memories to come up. And uh, not just because of the political thing, but because of the way that your experience with abuse was handled. So it's totally normal to have that happen. Um, you can talk to a therapist, especially if you want to work through some of those uh, new feelings of anger. And by the way, let's say you've worked through your trauma in the past. Experiencing this response now is not evidence that you didn't do your trauma work. This is, again, further evidence that the trauma that you experienced has impacted you. So definitely take care of yourself. Definitely uh, be really speak your opinion. This is a time where uh, part of your mental health requires that uh, you don't speak your opinion based on political uh, needs, and you don't speak your opinion based upon uh, those that you go to lunch with or whatever. Um, this is a very good time to stand your ground, and, and uh, it's another opportunity for you to be a thriver rather than just a survivor. So I appreciate you tuning into this podcast. Uh, find us online at gettingbacktolife.com, and also uh, be sure to tune in to Insta Live uh, at 8 
o'clock. That's uh, Thursday evenings. That's Riley Counseling is the Instagram account. And we talk about this and other issues. So uh, we'll uh, stay in touch. Find me again on Getting Back to Life. That's gettingbacktonumber2life.com.